Welcome back to the Broncos Avenue Podcast. I'm your host with a guest today. We have Peyton from Broncos Fans Only on Instagram to go ahead and, t- and as you guys can tell from the episode or the title of today's episode, we're going to be going over all of the NFL draft running back prospects that the Broncos potentially look at despite signing Samaje Pirine uh, from the Cincinnati Bengals in free agency. The Broncos could still be potentially looking for their running back three as Mike Boone did walk and Latavius Murray is still yet to be re-signed. So the Broncos do need to start looking for uh, you know potentially a young running back in this upcoming draft but yeah without further ado um you know obviously uh jordan um i'm not going to get a little bit too much into uh why he is on today's episode but he uh he is going through a little bit of a health issue right now so everybody make sure you guys are praying for him but um today we got the one uh, the one and only peyton from broncos fans only i know some of you guys from the live streams know who he is but yeah this guy he on instagram he does all the draft breakdowns of all different positions and uh, dude your content's amazing man how are you doing man it's great to have you on the show oh, i'm doing good man I've, I've been looking forward to this for a minute you know we've had this in the works for a while now and uh, I'm, I'm excited yeah. man you know thank thanks for the love thanks i appreciate it of course man i've been really this is one of those episodes just like the wide receiver episode that we did if you guys haven't checked it out make sure to go check that out in our uh, nfl draft uh, playlist but yeah these episodes man they take a lot of time so before we jump into today's episode make sure you guys just take two seconds hit the like button and subscribe all that uh you know support is greatly appreciated if you guys are listening over there on apple and spotify podcast make sure you guys follow and leave a five-star rating over there as well and have make sure you have notifications turned on wherever you guys get the broncos avenue podcast you guys never miss an nfl draft special episode with draft under a month ago yeah without further ado let's go ahead and jump into all these running backs one of my uh, favorite positions to uh, watch and scout in the nfl draft and watching the all 22 is certainly fun with a lot of these guys and you know certainly the most fun is uh we're f- first we're gonna you know uh, we could talk about Bijan robinson for a, a while i mean he's one of those dogs in the draft like i believe he deserves to go top 15 he, he's easily the yeah. best running back prospect since uh saquon barkley easily so we could talk about him for a long time but ultimately it's very very unrealistic the broncos get him um so we're gonna go ahead and start off with a guy that the Broncos could potentially trade up to get in maybe the the second round. I have a late round one grade on him and an early round two grade on him. It's the running back out of Alabama, Jameer Gibbs, a very fast, slippery, um, you know, prospect here in the draft. A very he's a tackle breaking machine, great receiving threat out of the back out of the backfield. I think you can make the argument he was the best receiver for Bama last year, which is insane because they produce incredible wide receivers year in and year out. You look at Jerry Judy, um, you know, uh, Jameson Williams, Devontae Smith. I mean, the list goes on and on. And um, Jameer Gibbs uh, as a running back, he was probably their best uh, you know, receiver last year. What he can do out of the backfield, I'm sure Sean Payne wouldn't do wonders with. Yeah, man, I, I like uh, I like Gibbs a lot. You know, I have a round round one grade on him as well. He he uh, you know, he's just he's elite as a receiver coming out of the backfield. I mean, he's got the speed, the vision. I mean, it's just he's so electric, man. I mean, he c- could yeah. put on some weight. You know, he's kind of slim, not the most consistent in pass pro, but like you know, just, yeah, all around. I mean, Gibbs is a stud, man. He he reminded me a lot of uh, Alvin Kamara was my uh, yeah. pro comp for him. Yeah, he moves just like him. The way I mean, it's just too much of an easy fit for Sean Payton. But ultimately, yeah. I mean, it's gonna take quite a bit for uh, you know, George Payne and Sean Payton to move up for a guy like him. And you know, everything's not off the table though, because the one year we thought we were fine with Melvin Gordon and those guys in the running back room, we assigned Mike yeah. Boone to a two-year deal. We went up and got Javante Williams straight up with the Atlanta Falcons in the second round. So you, you really never know. I I just with five draft picks is very unrealistic. But I mean, just for the fun of it, we're talking about Jameer Gibbs. He's personally my top three favorite running backs in this draft he, he he's so damn fun to watch and you know wh- wherever he goes he's going to be an absolute dog i mean he, he just like you said he's kind of like that next alvin Kamara in the nfl so he's certainly an interesting yeah. watch um, the next guy I want to talk about is Zach Evans out of Ole Miss. Um, he is 5'11", 202 pounds. Um, I have a round four grade on him. Uh, we're going to kind of bounce around in these projections. We're not going to go just one, one, two, three. We're going to kind of bounce around and mix it up a little bit. Um, but yeah, Zach Evans out of Ole Miss. I know some people really do like him. Um, obviously, kind of a... Um, you know, not as big as some of the guys in the draft, but, you know, running back, you're not always going to be the tallest uh, at 5'11", 202. He's very physical, breaks a lot of tackles, very good vision, always looking to make a play. That was one thing that stood out in the field, film with me. Um, he's more of a glider in the run game. He lacks that kind of twitch. He He's one of those guys where you, you're you running outside the numbers, and he's not always looking to make the juke or cut that you would like to see in most players, but he's kind of one of those guys that just glides downfields and makes long, you know, uh, runs uh, in that Ole Miss offense. And, uh, the one thing with me though is like I don't like you know knacking players for this, but he always had a ton of gaping holes behind that offensive line. That offensive line is 
damn, you know, one of the best in the in the country. So he obviously had really, really easy gaffes to choose from. You know, we can, you know, uh, really speak how well of his uh, his vision was as a running back. But ultimately, he had, you know, so many different holes to choose from behind that uh, incredible offensive line. But that's not to say he can't be a good running back in the NFL. Yeah, man. I, uh, yeah, I had around four grade on him as well. You know, he's just, he, main thing that stood out to me is just how creative he is in space. Just like his ability to just find cutback lanes, just weave in and out of defenders is mm-hmm. so fun to watch. And I'm, he's, you know, he's got the burrs. He's got very solid speed. You know, I, I like Evans a lot. He, uh, the guy who I uh, had him compared to was uh, Kareem Hunt. I mm. thought in terms of like uh, what, what he, also what he can do out of the backfield, I liked a lot. He's not like the most uh, like diverse route runner. Like he's kind of limited like screens and like uh, like check down type plays, but he's still solid in that aspect. But yeah, I uh, I like Evans a lot too. Hmm. Yeah, the next guy I'm gonna go over is one of my favorite running backs in the entire draft. I've been, you know, Peyton knows especially that I've talked to him a lot about him. Is Zach Charbonnet out of UCLA? Um, I have a round two grade on him. I know some people, you know, think he might go to round three, but ultimately, I think he's too good. I don't think executives are gonna and you know GMs are gonna let him slide past round two. Uh, he's six foot two fourteen, um, very very strong. I think of him as like a slower Nick Chubb. You know, Nick Chubb obviously a, a fast guy for his size, but Zach Charbonnet just I can't help it, you know compared him to Nick, Nick Chubb. Um, you know, like I said, very, very strong. His cuts and jukes are nasty for his size. Like, you look at his tape, I don't see a guy move and have the kind of footwork that this this dude has at 214 pounds. And, yeah. you know, he, even though he's 214, this dude looks like he's like, two, you know, 240 right on the field, yeah. like a fullback's playing running back. He, he's just a monster, and he's just unbelievable after contact. And you can look at the stats. It's unbelievable what he does, you know, after uh, contact at the second level. He just runs defenders over. I mean, he gives you kind of you know marshawn lynch vibes i know that might be a little too hype uh for him but yeah jack zach charbonnet i this is honestly one of my top three favorite running backs in the draft he he is a dog but i think the broncos will have to move up to get him yeah yeah i like charbonnet a lot i have him as my rb4 i got a round two grade on him i mean like like you said his size is just so ideal for the position Mm -hmm. i mean six foot 214 is like almost perfect i mean but then like you said also he's got the size and the elusiveness to kind of complement it as well so Exactly. You know, I, I like him a lot. He's got good patience, good vision. You know, he's just, I mean, and also he's a uh, very strong, like academics as well. He's very, very smart guy. I heard the good football IQ. So awesome. like to see that as well. And, uh, but I mean, and then for weaknesses, like he could be a little faster, obviously, but I mean, yeah, with his size, it's like, you can't ask exactly. for too much. And then, uh, I, I saw he would kind of like get a little like hesitant at the line of scrimmage occasionally, like, especially if he's like met early, he would, you know, kind of stop his feet a little bit. But other than that, I, I like uh, Charbonnet a lot. Yeah, me too. He's one of those downhill players. You know, you don't really expect him to do much outside the numbers, but he, he can get it done, man. And yeah. that's excellent, you know, work you did on him there. Um, next, we're going to talk about Tank Bigsby out of Auburn. I have a round four grade on him. He's six foot 210. I'm not, I'm not, a, you know, a big Tank. Uh, Bixby guy, honestly, a lot of people, some people uh, seem to like him. Um, you know, I've seen more of the Auburn fans who are Broncos fans as well, but I'm not a big tank Bigsby guy. I don't think he's the worst though. Um, I know some people have around three grade on him. I have around four grade on him. Um, he's more of a salt, a smaller frame. Um, he relies a lot on his, uh, his quickness, um, very flashy speed, outstanding acceleration. That was one big thing that stood out to me. Um, he's mainly good running out, running outside the numbers, but ultimately in between the tackles and, you know, kind of in terms of being a downhill runner, He's not ideally what I would want in this offense, but, you know, you know, kind of what he fits is kind of what, uh, you know, Sean Payton wants to do in this, uh, this offense. But ultimately, I'm not a big fan of what Tank Bigs, uh, Bigsby does. And ultimately, I, I think there is some concerns with his, uh, not, not only his size, but what he can do kind of his limited, uh, you know, um, what we saw on tape in terms of him run, running the ball. It'll be kind of a concern at the NFL level, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, I mean, he's a. Uh... He's, he's got the uh like size or not the size, but he's got the speed or like the combination of size and speed. You know, like he yeah. doesn't have elite speed, doesn't have elite size, but he's got, I think, a very good like combination of all those. You know, he's also very agile, just pre- also pretty good in space. And he keeps mm-hmm. those legs moving, too, which you, you like to see. But I, yeah, like you said, he's just I think he's kind of raw almost. I think it's kind of a good word to describe him. But uh, yeah, I, I had a round three grade on him, so I'm a little higher higher than you are on him. But uh, yeah, I, I also compared him to uh, Tyler Algier. I thought you know mm-hmm. just like similar in terms of what he what he brings to the run game, and then um, his like 
slight production in the past game as well. I liked so. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, that's Tank Bigsby. And next we have another really fast guy. Um. I think he's the, he's easily. I mean, it's not even what I think. He is the fastest running back in the draft. It's Devon A. Chain out of Texas A. And M. Um. I have a round three grade on him. You know, I don't think he's the best. You know, one of the best running backs in the draft. But because of his speed, I feel like teams are gonna go up to get him. That's just kind of what we see with you know players that are fast. You're typically gonna see you know teams take a kind of like a high risk, high um, high reward type deal. Um. He's five eight one eighty eight. So obviously one of the slimmer running backs in the draft. Um. He has flown. He has flew up the draft. Boards. I remember that I've been doing these running backs, like my work on these running backs for months now. And in January, when I was looking at Devon Achin, I was seeing him around like round five ish. Like now he's at, you know, projected to go middle of round three. I mean, he, you know, he ran a four, three, two at the combine, absolutely blazing speed, unbelievable. One of the fastest in the entire draft and the fastest at the running back position. Um, I believe it was uh, DJ Turner, if I'm, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that ran the fastest at the combine. Um, yeah, thank you. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, he obviously was just, you know, milliseconds off of what uh, DJ Turner ran. Um, he's very patient at the line of scrimmage. That was something I really, uh, you know, enjoy to see him on film. Uh, he has a crazy good balance to him. I don't think anybody has, like, the kind of legs that he has in this draft. Um, he, he knows how to make the most out of open space, too. You get him out of open space and you get the right blocking for him, you know, get him in the screen game as well. This dude could pick up, like, 20 yards, like, like this. Like, he's he's that good. Yeah. I really I, – I like Devon A. Chain. I just – you know, obviously the size is a little bit, a little bit of a concern, but he's certainly one of the more exciting uh, players in this entire draft to watch. Oh yeah, man, for sure. I mean, like you said, he's got the elite speed. I mean, elite acceleration. He's just like electric is like probably the best word to describe. Yeah. I, had, I had a late round two grade on him actually, but uh, yeah, like you said, he's just so creative in space, like his shiftiness, like his acceleration, just everything, mm -hmm. man. Like, and obviously he's small, like he's not the best in between the tackles. Like you said, he definitely does most of his work on the perimeter but you know yeah. overall i mean he's just electric man like he's just oh man I, I don't see him being available at round three but if he was man he gotta pull the trigger man he's oh you think so he'll go electric. round two i i can see him going late round two man wow that's yeah that's a, that's impressive i mean he, he is really flown up the board it's kind of in, it's a kind of insane but he, i mean he deserves it he's one of the fast players in the draft and obviously the team's gonna yeah. go up to get him um one of my also one of my favorite running backs in the draft is mohammed ibrahim or uh, ibrahim excuse me um out of Mi minnesota um i have a round three grade on him he is just some people even have like a like a round four, late round four grade on him. He is 5'8", 203, 5'8", just like Devon A. Chain. But this dude is so good. Like I, I seriously was watching endless film on him. He's one of the more – he's the guys that did uh, more work on him just because I was really confused why some people are low on him. But I cannot – I seriously can't find much of a flaw in this dude's game, Um, you know, aside from him not being a factor much at all in the passing game. But, but besides that, in terms of what they asked him to do in that Minnesota offense, he was everything for them. He was their offense. I mean – his cuts are nothing short of impressive. Um, very fast off the line of scrimmage. Um, he just trucks defenders, run them over with ease. He had over 1,600 rushing yards and 20 touchdowns on the ground last season. Unbelievable. Um, he is not afraid of contact. He has shown that time and time out. I mean, he almost like goes out of his way to get contact. Like he loves that. Um, according to PFF, he was just two yards short of 3,000 yards after contact at Minnesota, the sixth most by any player in the PFF. FF era that I mean I, I seriously can't fathom why people don't like Muhammad um, Ibrahim he's one of my favorite players in the draft oh yeah I, I like him a lot too I, I wouldn't say I'm as high as him on you or as high on him as you are I have a okay. like a round four grade on him like you were saying okay but I mean like you said he's just his like contact balance and just his strength dude is just something else he's just <laughs> such an aggressive runner man great power you know, he always falls forward. Like, I don't know if I saw a play on there where he fell backwards. Like, he, he's he's good in that aspect. And he's also solid in pass protection, too, which stood out to me a lot. Which we, I know, You know, we have P. Ryan, who that's kind of yeah. almost where he specializes. But, I mean, it's still good to bring in another guy who can do that. Of course. And, you know, his speed is solid. It's not elite, but it's solid. And then uh, he's not the most versatile receiving threat. You know, he's solid in terms of, like, I think, like, quick checkdowns, like screen game type type thing. But he's not like the most like versatile route runner or anything. But uh, my main concern about him is he uh, had a torn ACL in 2021 uh, season opener. So that, that's Something a bit concerning. Out. Like durability could could be an issue. But I mean, he bounced back well in 2022. So 
uh, I wouldn't say it's like all that big of a concern, but yeah, I, yeah, I like, I mean, uh, I like Ibrahim a lot. Yeah. The season he had after that torn ACL, that's something definitely uh, for scouts yeah. to be proud of. Um, but yeah, that is something to keep, keep an eye on because I feel like when we do these and this is uh, something that me and Jordan didn't really do a good job of. I, I noticed in the wire receiver episode is we didn't really pay attention much to the injury concerns and that does have to be taken into account. Cause I know the Broncos, you know, KJ Hamler was a good prospect coming out, but the injury yeah. concerns really should have been prioritized there and they weren't. Um, so, uh, you yeah. know, they double dipped on wire receiver and it, it kind of costed them. Um, there certainly was some better prospects there, but, but yeah, um, moving on um, from Ibrahim, we have Sean Tucker, um, someone that you know a lot of people know. If you're on Twitter, you know who this guy is. Um, out of Syracuse, he I have a late round three grade on him. He's 5'9", 207. Um, he uh, I can't really remember, but he does like a lot of those tweets where he um, he's like tweeting about his like uh, recaps of his games, like right after the games, like he goes and tweets immediately about how his performances were, which I thought was really interesting. I mean, we could talk about how this guy is on the field, but he really reflects on his game and wants to be the best version of himself, which I think is something highly to think of, um, of, of Tucker. Um, he turns up field very, very quickly. That's something I liked a lot about him. He has a great bounce, you know, just lateral movement is very impressive. Um, very impressive speed as well. Uh, very efficient runner. I mean, the way he moves is just so like technical and it, Honestly, when I was watching all these running backs, he it feels like he's the most pro ready of all of them. Um, and the big, the you know, the big comparison I saw here a lot went on tape. I just couldn't help but thinking of uh, Chuba Hubbard when I was watching him. I don't know what it is, but I see a lot of, of Chuba Hubbard and uh, Sean Tucker, and you know, um, you know, comparing those two. Yeah, I like Chuba a lot. I think I think that's a good comparison. I have a like late round three, early round four grade on him. You know, uh, but like you said, he's just his so like in in space. He's just like his lateral quickness, like his just his like ability to just like bounce outside, like just quick move in and out of defenders is mm -hmm. is insane. I mean, his like just stop start ability, like his ability to break down and then just reaccelerate quick, just gap defenders is is awesome. I mean, he the one thing is obviously he's a little small, and uh, also yeah. he's a little can be a bit indecisive at the line of scrimmage, but um. Yeah, I, I like Sean Tucker a lot. I'd say he's he's one of my favorites for sure. Yeah, he's definitely one of my favorites as well. I definitely got a yeah, him circled on my yeah. list. Um, next is someone who I have. You guys know me. I've been, you know, I talk so much about Javante, uh, you know, pre-draft around 2021, and Eric Gray easily one of my favorite players in this entire draft. I cannot like, and I feel like I'm one of the you know guys in the minority here. I feel like Eric Gray is so damn. I have around four grade on him, but I you know. I would like to take wide receiver and, you know, center in the third. And if we could get this guy in the fourth, my goodness, like this, this dude is a stud. 5'10", 207, great at breaking initial contact, incredible, incredible stutter step, very violent runner, probably the most, you know, aggressive runners in this entire draft. His change of direction was nothing short of incredible. One of the best in this entire draft. Eric Gray is everything I want as a, you know, a running back. And the biggest thing is he just fits this offense so well, like so damn well. He is will be the perfect mm -hmm. compliment to Javante Williams and Samaj Piran will have to you know focus more on being that you know elite receiving threat and a great uh, passing blocker but this is the perfect running back room that I would love for the Broncos grab Eric Gray in the fourth round Samaj Piran be your guy on third down and let Javante do the early work and also recover you know comfortably throughout the first few weeks of the season Eric Gray is probably I'm not gonna lie he's outside of like the guys who are unrealistic to us like Jameer Gibbs and Zach Charbonnet Bijan Robinson this guy's my favorite running back in the draft yeah, no, I, yeah, I couldn't agree more. You you put me on that Eric Gay, Gray hype train a <laughs> cu couple weeks ago. Yeah, I love him. He like he's yeah. just like he's just so like such, he's a good receiving threat too. I don't know if you mentioned mm -hmm. that, but he he's just so versatile, man. Like, cause I look at the Broncos like receive or running back group, and it's like they're kind of lacking like speed and like elusiveness. I feel like those are like kind of like the two things we're lacking yeah. at the moment, and he brings both of those for sure. Yeah. So yeah, he's got great bursts, great straight line speed to create big plays. I mean, he's very, he's got great vision, very patient as a runner, like let, let his blocks develop and then like quickly play off of him. He's very like decisive. You know, I, I, I love Eric Gray, man. Like if I look at his like weaknesses, he, he had some, like, I saw some like occasional focus drops, like, especially when you would like be turning up field, like to prepare for contact, you would have mm -hmm. some like occasional drops. But I mean, other than that, man, like, yeah, I, I love Eric Gray. Like you Exactly. Yeah, I, I would definitely be banging the table for the Broncos to pick him there in the fourth round. Um, the next we have a uh, you know moving more a little bit to the late rounds we have a uh, Chris Rodriguez. 
Chris Rodriguez Jr. out of Kentucky. I have a round six grade on him, 5'11", 217, very good balance and vision, powerful downhill runner, um, certainly one of those big guys at the running back position. Uh, he doesn't have much speed or shiftiness, um, kind of, you know, like uh, Zach, he's kind of like Zach Charbonnet a little bit, but, you know, less shifty in that aspect. Um you know, create the separation that you would want. But if you're if you're trying to get someone to be like a Latav like a younger, uh, more healthy, not a healthy, but more fresh legs, uh, like Latavius Murray, Chris Rodriguez Jr. is that guy. Yeah, yeah, I like him a lot too. I had him uh in round I have round five grade on him. Uh my mm. pro comp for him was James Connor. I thought just like his power, just like his physicality is just reminding me a lot of him. And he's just, I mean, he's extremely, an extremely physical back, you know, he runs aggressive. And I, I think he's probably one of the hardest running backs in the class, like to bring down, especially just by one guy. And I mean, he's just, yeah, he's got the ideal size, power, relentlessness, good balance. Yeah. Uh, weaknesses, he obviously could be a bit faster. His speed isn't an elite at a four, five, two, but I mean, it's not bad at all. And I mean, he's also not, I saw he wasn't the most patient runner. You know, he kind of occasionally, you know, doesn't give his blocks like enough time to develop kind of could, I think could cost him, cost him some big plays at times, but uh, yeah, I, I, I like uh, Rodriguez a lot. He's not the most like elusive creative guy out there, but he is a hard runner, man. That is for sure. Yeah, definitely uh, one of those guys to keep an eye on there in the late rounds. Um, next, we have uh, someone who the Broncos are actually being connected to by uh, Mike Cliss in recent days is uh, Kenny McIntosh out of Georgia. Um, I have a mid-round five grade on him. I'm not too sure what people think, uh, you know, project him where to go. I'm not the biggest guy on Kenny McIntosh, honestly. I don't really have much on him. Um, he's six foot, 204, uh, re very reliable receiving back. Um, he can be inconsistent at times in the receiving game, um, but he certainly is a factor there. Uh, he does have that explosive downfield long distance speed um but ultimately that georgia offense was really really well set up for him you know i hate kind of using that excuse here but um I, I just don't know how far his specific talent and ability will take him in the nfl i'm not the biggest uh, mcintosh guy personally yeah i'm not i'm not all that high in him it's, it's kind of crazy i'd see some people have him as like round three like just like yeah, he's crazy. like in the top five I, I have a like late round four early round five grade on him you know, he's, okay. he's an elite receiving back, you know, he's, yeah. that's, that's where I think Sean Payton could do some damage with him. Yeah. But, um, and he's also very patient, let, lets his block set up, lets his block set up nice. And, you know, he's a gr aggressive runner. He's not the thickest, doesn't have like the thickest build. He's not the biggest back out there, but he, he runs aggressive and he, do, he does a better job, like dragging defenders for extra yardage than you'd expect. Yeah. But like you said, he's not the, like in terms of elite contact balance, I just, it's not there. I mean, he's kind of fumble prone also, which, I mean, we just got Ooh. done with Melvin Gordon. I don't know if I can, <laughs> I don't know if I can handle another fumble prone back, uh, but yeah, I, I, I think the, uh, the talents there, I think he like, in terms of his receiving ability, I think he could be very good to add in the Sean Payton system. But like, like you said, he's, he's not my favorite, not my favorite at all. Yeah, that's someone who I per I personally would pass on him. I mean, if he does fall like very late round five, and we haven't picked up a running back, and there's not much options left, which I do still like some options, honestly, in like late round five. But I mean, I wouldn't hate it. But honestly, I'm not I'm not you know high on Macintosh at all, personally. Yeah. Um, next we're gonna talk about um someone that you know I I know Jordan uh he he loves this guy a lot, and I I do I love him a lot as well. Uh, Tajay Spears out of Tulane. I have around four grade on him, five ten, two hundred one pounds just an absolute dog you know you talked about you know comparing Alvin Kamara to uh Jameer Gibbs early on I think Tajay Spears kind of reminds me more of Alvin Kamara than Jameer Gibbs reminds me of Alvin Kamara honestly this might be a little bit of a um you know hot take but I see a lot of Alvin Kamara uh, you know game in Tajay Spears uh he has great contact balance a very nice burst um beautiful change of directions you know stellar awareness his visions and impressive as well you know this is one of the more exciting players at the running back position in this draft yeah, no, yeah, I couldn't agree more. I like Spears a lot, man. He's like his explosiveness, his acceleration, you know, his twitch of elusiveness, yeah. all that is just so, so fun to watch. And I mean, he's also good as a receiver because I, I want somebody who can come in and be a receiver because like Javante, he's not the most consistent in that aspect. And Samaja, he's solid, but also not the best. So I think this this uh, team could definitely use someone who's a receiver. And I think he's very good at that. He's got good hands, good routes. And, uh, you know, like you said, great vision, great patience. It's just, it's like overall like instincts as a runner are just like very good. 
And yeah, yeah I, I like Spears a lot. He reminded me of like Michael Carter in terms of like his uh, okay, yeah, I see like that. receiving ability too. I kind of I saw that, and then but yeah, he's uh, obviously not the biggest, so he's probably not going to be the most successful like inside the tackles. But um, and he's also kind of vulnerable in pass protection. And then he uh, tore his ACL in 2020, but I mean he bounced back well from that, so I don't think that's much of a concern. But yeah, yeah. Uh, next, I want to talk about Dwayne McBride out of UAB. Uh, I have a late round four grade on him. Uh, he's 5'10", 209. Very difficult to bring down. He led the nation in average yards after contract at four after contact at 4.72. Uh, he also squats a 550, which is just wow. Um, yeah, very reliable red zone back. Um, you know, particular particularly at the uh, goal line. Um, he does a lot of his uh, his good work there. I know something the Broncos might miss a little bit with um, you know. Uh, Latavius Murray parting ways, uh, walking a free agency. Um, he doesn't really possess that step to uh, create his own separation. Uh, he relies a little bit too much on the you know open holes and living off contact. He just isn't really one of those twitchy and shifty guys that you would like to see. But if you if you need a downhill runner in the draft, you know in the late rounds, uh, late around late four, where I'm uh, you know projecting him, I think Dwayne McBride is a, a solid option. I mean, he, his stats are uh, off the wall too. Yeah, yeah. I, like you said, I mean, he was super productive in college. I think he had like over 3,000 combined rushing yards in like the past like two years or something. I mean, I have, I have around four to five grade on him. He, he's just like your traditional power back. I mean, he's yeah. he's got good vision and, you know, he can exploit those cutback lanes. But like, man, he's just a great downhill runner, you know, keeps the legs moving, good balance, you know, and ability to just withstand contact, you know, like run right through guys. You know, I, I like him a lot. And, uh, He's not the most like uh, doesn't have elite acceleration or like change of direction isn't great. And then also he's like barely used even in the past game. He only had like two receptions in 2022. Yeah. So and yeah, also, he's not the most uh, fast guy out there. His speed is definitely not elite. But overall, yeah, he's very traditional, like traditional power back. And if yeah, if they want someone who can come in and be very similar to Latavius Murray, I think he's that guy. Obviously shorter, but. Yeah, absolutely. Um, next, I want to talk about uh, Kendra Miller out of TCU, um, who obviously just had that uh, national championship uh, appearance. Um, I had a round four grid on him, 5'11", 215. Um, burst at the second level is very impressive. Once he can get, you know, around to the, li- the you know, the level around the linebackers, um, he he can, you know, turn on the afterburners and, you know, pick up some good yards for you. Um, very good balance after contact. Um, not much a factor in the receiving game, just like, you know, previous, uh, you know, Dwayne McBride, but um, ultimately I, I do I do like Kendry Miller. I'm just not the I'm not the biggest on him, but he I mean he isn't he isn't bad by any means. I mean you look at what he did there at TCU last season. It's just ultimately going to be you know with, with a scheme fit. Um, I'm not too sure if, how much they schemed him up with the rece- you know on the receiving game last year, but I didn't really too see a lot of what I would have liked to uh, see in that aspect. But in terms of just being like a you know a standard running back, you know after the you know a line of scrimmage, he does get, get some good work done there. Yeah, yeah, I uh, he's very like good all-purpose back. Like you said, he's not the not the most like productive in the pass game, like especially like outside of like short dump offs and whatnot. But mm-hmm. he's got a very ideal combination of like power, size, speed. You know, good vision, very uh, very hard hard downhill runner. You know, he's got mm-hmm. that good like workhorse mentality, uh, and he also holds his own in pass protection. But he he reminded me a lot of Javante Williams, man. I don't know if it was the number 33 throwing me off, but like just the way he runs, like his just his like aggressiveness, like is just he's definitely a guy who, yeah, he reminded me a lot of Javante Williams. I don't know if it's like very likely that the Broncos bring in another guy who's like one of those like power backs kind of kind of like him. Yeah. I, I kind of would like some more speed, but yeah, I, I like Miller. I had around three to four grade on him. I don't know if I said that already, but. Nice, nice. Um, next is a uh, uh, you know another one of those really really fast guys in the draft is a uh, Keaton Mitchell out of uh, East Carolina. I have a round f- uh, early round five grade on him. I really do like him a lot. I think a team might take him a little bit higher than you know just like the late fifth, early sixth. Um, he's five eight, one seventy nine. Obviously, that he's gonna have to pick up some weight. Um, obviously, you know here leading up to the draft and you know uh obviously at the combine i'm i believe he weighed at 179 as well um correct me if i'm wrong but his speed is insane man ran a 437 at the combine you know just over the h chain 
He actually reminds me a lot of Kenneth Gainwell, just in his build and the way that he plays and how he's used in East Carolina's offense. Um, he has that long distance endurance and acceleration, just, you know, beat every single DB and, you know, safety to uh, to the end zone. He basically has that, like, when you're watching him play, you th- you seriously think he could take it you know, to the house every time. Um, he's very, very shifty. Uh, he flourishes in the outside zone scheme, which is, I think is really uh, interesting because that is a version of what Sean Payton runs. Um, he's not so much like an inside the tackles, uh, you know, kind of running back. Um, he does struggle often in pass pro, um, I noticed. Uh, but in terms of that speed, that like you said, what you wanted at the running back position, Keaton Mitchell brings that and more. I mean, he's elite in that aspect. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, I think he was that third running back if i'm not mistaken at a 437 so yeah i mean elite breakaway speed explosiveness you know he's also just got great like lateral movement like ability to just make defenders miss and i mean he also finished like he's small like that's for sure but he finishes run runs well like so pretty surprisingly for his size and he's also i uh, i like what i saw from him out of the backfield as well Uh, i thought his hands were pretty good his route running was very solid and another, and then one of my favorite things about him is he had zero fumbles in his whole college career, which I thought was pretty impressive. Um, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and th- but then, like you said, he's not not the biggest, not the most powerful. Uh, he's got a very light frame. He's you know, he's just not somebody who's gonna go out there like shedding tackles, <clears throat> dragging dudes for extra yards after contact. But yeah, I like him a lot. I like him a lot. If he's definitely yeah. that that speed that this that this room could use for sure. Yeah, the size is obviously a little bit concerned. Not so much the height, but um, you know, the weight definitely gonna have to go up, and I'm sure he knows that. And he's someone I, I would not be mad at all if we took him in the later rounds. Um, mm-hmm. next we're gonna talk about speaking of uh someone with uh you know that at that 179 weight is uh Deuce Vaughn out of Kansas State. I know a lot of Broncos fans have been talking about him, uh, you know, from the group chats on that I'm in. But I have a, a round five grade on him, just in the middle round round five. Um, he's five five. That that's insane. Um, he's 179. Um, very nice footwork, very fast feet. I think that's the biggest thing that stands out. He immediately reminded me of uh, Philip Lindsay and the way that he moves in with his feet. Uh, you know, honestly, even better. Um, he's an elite receiving threat out of the backfield. That was a big thing, even for his size, man. This dude runs routes like a like a pro ready running back. Like already establishes themselves in the league. Already have like mo- like kind of like what Austin Eckler does. Um, he's very yeah. patient at the line of scrimmage. Um, you know, that was a very aspect. You know, in his game, his cuts are just filthy. Uh, it's as good as it gets, you know, you get to that second level and he's making defenders look absolutely silly, you know, putting them on skates. Um, his size, obviously, like I mentioned, an issue. Experts uh, don't believe in his ability at all in between tackles. I've seen a lot of people, you know, in articles, uh, you know, basically say that he's going to fall very late in the draft just because he doesn't have much ability in between tackles, um, which I can see. Um, I don't think it's that that huge of a you know, concern, but obviously the size is – it's kind. It's kind of a you know a concern in many uh, analysts' minds for sure. But in terms of what Deuce Vaughn can do in the receiving game and just running outside the numbers, he can bring a very uh, very valuable asset to this uh, running back room. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like you said, I mean, he's small. <laughs> That's five five one seventy nine. I think like first percentile, in, like both height and weight. That's got. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's unheard of. So, but I mean. He's like his change of direction, his footwork, like like you said, it's elite, man. Like he just, yeah. he like in the open field, he is like he's fun to watch. Like he's he might might have been the most fun fun dude to look into. He's just so explosive. Like his acceleration, great. You know, and he's as solid contact balance for his size. You know, he's not like yeah. the strongest, not the most powerful, but he, he can he can he can stay on his feet for longer than you expect and. And then also very elite in receiving game as well. He's got good hands, uh, good routes. I think. I think, you know, like you, he's risky for sure. I mean, someone yeah. that small, it's just. But if there's, I think if there's anybody who can uh, be successful with him, it's Sean Payton. And yeah, I, I had around late round four. I I doubt he goes round four, but like that's the type of talent he is. He's small, so I I think round five is around where he'll he could go. But uh, you know, he's ta- he's got the talent. I mean, he reminds me a lot of a uh, Darren Sproles, like a light version of him. So, yeah. I mean, he's just so electric, man. So, like, he's so fun to watch. Yeah, I've, I've heard that a lot on the Twitter the last few days. People are talking about, you know, Sean Payne had Darren Sproles there in New Orleans, and I'm yeah. sure he wants another version of him. And this would certainly be one of the mm-hmm. best fits to replace that kind of a, you know, yeah. personality and player on the field. Um, yeah, Deuce Vaughn was really interesting, man. He's, I, you know, 
this might be reaching, but I think he could be like legit, like a legitimate borderline starter in the NFL and be successful with that. Like, I think the size obviously is a concern, but I think he's going to make the most out of it. I really do. Th- I, I think Deuce Vaughn's going to be successful in the league. Um, next, I want to talk about is uh, um, Izzy Abanacanda out of Pittsburgh. Um, I have a round five grade on him as well. He's 5'10, 216, kind of that ideal build that you want. Um, he had 320 yards and six touchdowns against uh, Virginia Tech last season and 20, uh, 20 rushing touchdowns total on the season. I mean, this dude, when you talk about stacking stats, he he does it for you. I mean, obviously at the college level is one thing you know, post the NFL, but he he certainly um, lights up the stat sheet. Um, very elite, long distance speed. He's one of those guys where you can see him taken to the house, you know, once every few plays. I mean, 20 rushing touchdowns and, you know, a few receiving to go along with that, um, you know. The O line was it was kind of a really really good unit in terms of run blocking, which you know led me to see that you know he was taking very easy gaps to run down the fields. Basically, like he he just had everything. I wouldn't say handed to him. Obviously, that you know basically lazy analysis. But um, I, I think he had a very you know easy operation there in Pittsburgh. But um, he does have that long distance speed, which is uh, definitely going to be valuable there in the late rounds. Um, yeah, I have him more around the mid fifth, uh, you know, late fifth round. I'm not too huge on him. Um, but one thing I will say though, is he is really good at identifying those gaps and anticipating how the defense is going to pursue the run. And that is certainly a good, uh, you know, a good IQ for a running back in the NFL. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I liked his, uh, his like vision patience a lot too. I thought that was just like the way he lets blocks develop and you can quickly bounce off of them. I thought was probably one of the probably best parts about his game, but then also, like you said, he's just so powerful, powerful runner, you know, constantly falls forward, breaking tackles. And, and then he's also got very solid explosiveness, speed, you know, for, for, I mean, he's got good, good, like good, good size to him. So for him to have, mm-hmm. you know, run a four or five is pretty impressive as well. But also, I apparently he ran an unofficial four, three, six at Pitts Pro Day, Whoa. which is like, I mean, that that's elite that's speed. Insane. So, yeah, but, um, and uh, he, in, in the receiving game, he's like kind of a little bit limited. He's just not like the most versatile in that aspect. And, you know, he could be more consistent in pass pro. And he also had three fumbles in 2022. But, I mean, I think I, – I can't remember. I think he was the guy – he, like, had no fumbles, like, his whole first three years of his career. And then, like, last year just, like, had three. So, you know, he's not, not mean, the best it's, it's in that three. aspect. Yeah, but, I mean, it's not, not that bad. I mean, yeah, exactly. it's fixable. So – but he reminded me a lot of Damian Harris, I thought. Just, like, his power – like, his powerful running ability just – you know, it's also like his patience, just like contact balance, all that. I, I, he reminded me of Damian Harris a lot. Yeah, I'm one of those uh, big Damian Harris fans. He's going to do wonders in Buffalo this year, I'm telling you. Um, next, I want to talk about uh, Chase Brown out of Illinois. I have a round five grade on him as well. Um, he's 5'9", 209, uh, has a very nice stiff arm. That was probably one of the big, uh, better stiff arms in the draft. Um, he relies a lot on contact as well. He doesn't have that uh, shiftiness to create a lot of space and you know, an open field, uh, but he does have some pretty sweet cuts at the line of scrimmage, and that was something I liked a lot. I know you talked about uh, James Conner early on. I think it's Chase Brown reminds me a lot of James Conner. I think that's uh, out of all the running backs we uh we use that as a comparison. I think that I think that's really interesting. But yeah, um, you know James Brown uh, with uh J- you know Chase or excuse me James Conner and Chase Brown. I do see a lot of similarities in their game. Uh, but yeah, Chase Brown certainly isn't. He's not a you know a bad option at all in the late rounds. I do I do like him. Yeah yeah, I have a, a late round four, early round five grade on him. You know he's a, he's just like kind of all purpose back. You know he's got a good combination of size and power. Very strong runner. You know, just does does a nice job getting like as much yards after contact as he can. You know, you got good acceleration, good speed. I mean, great speed. Ran a four four three. I think he's the fifth running back in the draft. You know, he's got got vision. You know, I I, I like I like Chase Brown a lot. In uh, yeah. uh one, he's he's also a guy. He had five fumbles in twenty twenty two. So another guy fumbles could be an issue. But like, I I feel like fumbles are like the thing. It's like so much of it depends on coaching. Like if you have a good coach yeah, exactly. who like, who can like fix that. I mean, like, yeah. which the Broncos Lin- should Lin- have. Lin- this year. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and then he's got, I say he kind of has like below average, like lateral ability and like flexibility, but you know, overall, yeah, I, I liked what I saw from Chase Brown a lot too. 
Um, next, we have uh, Roshan Johnson out of Texas, uh, the backup to uh, Bijan Robinson. You don't often see two running backs on the same team. Um, I think the last time we saw this was like Javante Williams and Michael Carter. Uh, but yeah, Roshan Johnson, I, I think a lot of teams actually do like him and they're higher on them than uh, than people think. I mean, obviously being in that room with uh, Bijan, they both were just really good and he was kind of overshadowed a little bit. He didn't always have the you know most opportunities, but I have a, a late rate around five uh, grade on him. Excuse me. Um, he is six foot two. 219 uh incredible hurdling ability that was one thing i saw he he just hurdles defenders like it's nothing uh there at texas uh he runs very angry tough in between the tackles he has just like the one thing i saw about you know the lack of opportunity you know it raised the question is just how far his potential could go and i feel like the sky's the limit for this guy um especially when he gets the opportunity in the nfl um the one thing about i saw about him was you know despite being very you know tough in between in between the tackles was he did get you know stuffed a lot at the line of scrimmage i'm not sure if that was just kind of like too much hesitation at the line of scrimmage um i did notice that a lot you know there um but you know Regardless, though, the dude's, the dude's a monster, and he has, like, the perfect uh, build to be, like, a pro-ready back in the NFL. It's just going to be – he's one of those guys that there's a lot of question around because there's not too much on tape necessarily. Yeah, yeah, like like you said, I mean, you know, he's kind of overshadowed by, I mean, the best running back in the class. So, you know, yeah. that, that sucks. But, I mean, he his, like, he's a freak athlete, man. He Like, his yeah. size, his build, his strength is just – is great, man. And he's got good vision, you know, just ability to, like, find the hole – you know, and his like this, but his just natural power, just like ability to shed tackles, stand up blitzers, and pass pro too. I mean, I, yeah, he's just he is a freak athlete, man. And you know, yeah. he, he doesn't offer the much in like the receiving game. He doesn't have like the elite elite speed to like create separation, but and he also kind of lack, lacks like elite twitch, like short area quickness. I'd say. Yeah. But I mean, dude, like he is, yeah, he is just an athlete, man. And like you said, I think in terms of potential, the sky's the limit for him, for sure. Yeah, I would definitely agree. And there's some things to kind of knack at a little bit in this game, but ultimately, with the mm -hmm. lack of experience, he wasn't able to fix those things. I would yeah. uh, beg to argue. But yeah, I think he's one of those guys that he's kind of like a high risk, high reward. And I don't even know if I would say a mm -hmm. high risk. Like I, I feel like this dude's floor yeah. is like some of the guys' ceilings in this draft. So I, I really yeah. do like Roshan Johnson. I think people are kind of sleeping on him a little bit. Uh, next, we have oh my gosh, one of my favorite backs in the draft, and I've been waiting to talk about him, uh, Travis Die out of USC. Um, I know me and you were talking a little, little bit about him i have around yeah. five grade on him uh he's 510 201 a very explosive runner burst at the second level of the field is just so amazing uh tackle breaking machine very patient at the line of scrimmage it shows a lot and you know his iq of the game um great decision maker with the ball in his hands it seems like he he never takes the wrong cuts or his vision is just really impressive as well he has a very really good he has a really good bounce uh with his, his feet um he had nearly 1300 yards and 16 touchdowns in his final season at oregon uh before you know transferring um you know to usc uh he's just he's and another thing is like i talked to uh someone uh his name's eli eli if you're watching this i appreciate you man yeah he, uh, he's one of the students at usc and he was always there like the student section kind of you know seeing the uh the players in the at the benches and talking to each other kind of you know hyping each other up and the one thing he noticed was travis die is just an uh, incredible leader like he was always you know this yeah. uh displaying incredible leadership on the sidelines you know um obviously that's a big thing that you want like you mentioned earlier in the episode um you know those those characteristics characteristics and those leadership qualities are something that you definitely want a player and i know a george Payne in the front office are doing a deep dive into that he's just a really good person he he's a team guy and that's that's something i would definitely like this is honestly one of my top five uh running backs in the draft yeah like, like you brought up his uh his his like just like personality and like his like yeah great teammate that was one of the things that stood out. he's a very likable guy yeah but, uh yeah, he was very productive, both Oregon and USC, you know, but in like, I mean, 201 at, or yeah, I mean, he's not the biggest guy, but he's got the yeah. aggressiveness, you know, he's got the power, you know, he, he keeps those legs moving, that's for sure. And, you know, he's also, I thought he was very good in pass protection. I like what I saw a lot from him there too. Just like, shows great physicality, um, explosive off the line, you know, he's, he's, and he's more elusive than, than expected, but, um, you know, he's, he's coming off a season-ending injury in 2022. I think he only played in nine, like nine and a half games. But um, and you know, his route running as a receiver, I think, could be better. But uh, yeah, I I, I like what I saw from Travis Dye a lot. 
I, I think he's one of those guys, like, I have a round six grade on him, but, like, if, okay. if he's one he's one of those guys in, like, round five or six, that I, I would not be mad about at all. Yeah, I, I really do like He's He's easily my favorite running back in, like, the late rounds of the draft. I like what I, you know, I've seen so much yeah. from him. He's one of those guys where you just can't find that much, that many errors in his game, and I really do like that, and I thought it was yeah, interesting like, that, yeah. you know, so many people have him late in the draft. But, yeah, I do like Travis Dye a lot. Um so uh, we got two running backs left. I want to talk about Tavian Thomas out of uh, Utah. I have around seven grade on him. Uh, he's six foot, 237. So obviously one of the bigger running backs in the draft. He's kind of around uh, Samaj Piran size. Um, he thrives a lot in between the tackles. Very physical runner. Not afraid of contact at all. Great vision. Um, he doesn't pass protect as well as you'd like to see for a running back his size. It's kind of interesting. He's, he's not the best there. He doesn't flour, flourish too much there. But like you said uh, earlier, like he can flourish with the right coaching you know, especially with Zach Streif uh, upcoming and then Sean Payne as well specializes in the offensive line. Um, and he obviously doesn't create too much separation at all. And that's ultimately why he's kind of fell to the round, uh, round seven area of projections. But yeah, Tavian Thomas is one of those guys that he can, he can be like a, a solid running back three in the NFL, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I like him a lot. You know, he's got great size. I mean, six foot two thirty seven doesn't get much better than that. You know, it's very yeah. powerful downhill runner, good size, good strength. I mean, he just fights for extra yards, always keeps his legs moving. You know, he, he has impressive elusiveness and stop-start ability for a size, too. And he's more, a lot more creative in space than I expected. But, um, you know, he, I saw he occasionally, like, gets too high as a runner. Like, he has that power, but it just seems like sometimes you get too high, kind of sacrifice some of it. Exactly. And then uh, he's also not very good in the passing game. Or like uh or pass pro, you know, for his size, yeah. I expected him to be a lot better in pass pro than he actually is. But mm-hmm. and then back back to, back to the fumbles again. He had ten fumbles in his four year <laughs> college career, which you know isn't great. But like like you said, or like we said before, I mean, like I think fumbles is a big part of coaching, and we got a good coaching staff here. I wouldn't be worried too much about that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so the final running back today is uh, Tyon Evans out of Louisville. I also have around seven grade on him. He's 5'10", 225. Obviously one of those big, uh, bigger guys in the draft. Um, a good receiving uh, receiving threat in, jo- in terms of just a little dump-offs. He seems to do a little bit in open space with those uh, in the offense. Uh, he's more of a downhill runner. I think his uh, speed is honestly slept on as well at 225. Yeah. He's one of those guys that can turn on the afterburners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say is like for 225, like, He's not, he doesn't have elite speed, but like to run a four, five, two at 225 pounds is impressive, man. And like you said, he's, he's powerful downhill runner. You know, he, he, like he almost just initiates contact. Like he, he is not afraid to run through people. That is for sure. He's got strong, compact frame. I mean, great strength, leg drive. I like that a lot. You know, his contact balance, body control is good. He's a very powerful runner. Like I, and like, then, like you said, in, in the receiving game, thought he had very good hands and like uh but like you said i think it's like mainly like the screen game like he's not the most like versatile route runner like by any means but and then he's also just not the most elusive guy either but um like i i I described him as like a one cut back like you just rarely see him like yeah make multiple moves and like one play to make make multiple defenders miss but yeah, I, I think, yeah, I had around sixth grade on him. I think he's another one of those guys who wouldn't be too bad in the late rounds. Yeah, so uh, that's going to wrap up all of our running backs today. Um, my last question for you, Peyton, is uh, kind of not in order necessarily. I mean, you can do them in order if you want, but your top three running backs in this draft, you know, well within reach for the Broncos. Who who do you got you to say to Broncos country that you guys should absolutely have, you know, circled on your uh, your draft boards? All right. So, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to roll out, obviously, Bijan, Jameer. Uh, I'll, I'll roll out A-Kane and the, or A-Chain, but then um, – but and then Charbonnet, I'll rule out as well. But he would he would probably yeah. be my number one. I mean, he's just yeah, exactly. he's got it all. But I guess I guess I'll start from right after that. I'll say I like Tajay Spears a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is in no order, but I like Tajay Spears a lot. I like Eric Gray a lot. Um, I like Sean Tucker a lot. And then uh, and then I like Roshan Johnson a lot too. Um, mm-hmm. another and then another guy like in the later rounds. Deuce Vaughn, if we can get him, if we can get him late enough, man, I, I just think he's he's so electric, man. And yeah. then, but yeah, I think those are probably my top five. And then I'd also throw uh, Izzy Amanaconda in there too. I Ooh. I like what he brings too. 
Yeah, I see some analysts or uh, I saw, uh, you know, shout out to the Locked On Broncos podcast. I think they just did a whole episode over Izzy Abanacanda. So uh, some people are really, uh, you know, riding the train with him. Um, I'm not too huge on him, but uh, I certainly can see the hype, you know, being one of those guys who could snatch up in the later rounds. Yeah, my uh, top five guys, you know, within reach for the Broncos got to be, uh, you know, starting with uh, Muhammad. In no order, Muhammad, uh, Ibrahim, just a dog with this size. I mean, you can find hardly any knacks in his game. Ultimately, I'm kind of, you know, interested in curious to see how he would be as a receiving back in the NFL. I'm not too sure if he's the biggest scheme fit for the Broncos, but I just, in terms of like what he does for you as, you know, as a running back, I think he's so, he's so pro ready, you know, for the NFL. Um, Next, I got to go with my guy, Eric Gray, my favorite running back in the draft. He's just a dog. Yeah, um, I like that. I got my favorite too. Yeah, I, th- I like that. I got my uh, my early uh, scoop on him. Um, he d- he's just a, he's just a dog, man. His stutter step is is unbelievable. What I saw from him, he just he makes it look like he's a receiver playing running back at times. It's it's incredible, and you know the way he plays so violently. I would love him for the Broncos. And then uh, three, I gotta go Tajay Spears. I mean, you look at what he did at uh, you know at the Senior Bowl and everything. I mean, he's just one of those guys, just you know, steadily risen and risen and risen. He's one of those uh, you know prospects that is flying up the boards for sure. Um, four, I gotta go. Uh, with Travis Dye. I really do like Travis Dye a lot. Um, like I said, just from character characteristics to his his speed and everything about him is just so impressive. He's an, he's another one of those guys like Ibrahim that you can't really find many uh you know cons in his game necessarily. Um, and then uh you know last but least um I gotta go with Sean Tucker. Like you said, Sean Tucker is just one of those guys in the mid rounds where I would not be mad at all. The dude is just like he's so you know he's striving for greatness. That's what I like to see a lot of you know off the field and mm-hmm. the way he moves, lateral quickness, turns up field, and his burst is just very very efficient and very pro ready and you know i think he's honestly a a better version of like chuba hubbard and i think he i think he could be very uh solid option at running back two in the nfl yeah yeah i I like that comparison a lot was that who you compared him to originally to yeah okay yeah 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 i like that yeah that was the one i liked a lot yeah yeah yeah, so uh, Payne, thank you so much for uh, coming on today's show. It was a blast, man. Your coverage, yeah. uh, you got, you showed it once again right here, not only on your Instagram, <laughs> but you know, speaking here on the podcast, having you as a guest is really a uh, great time. And you're obviously, um, you know, go show love to him. Uh, you know, obviously, all his work and homework that he's doing on these draft prospects, I don't see anybody else doing. Seriously, I really do mean that, and it's really, really good. I enjoy reading your posts. And if you guys, you know, take two seconds before doing anything, go on Instagram right now and look up Broncos fans only on Instagram you'll find him over there um you know make sure you guys go follow him up show him the love that he deserves and all these uh you know draft prospects if you guys want to learn more about the draft not only on you know this podcast but on instagram as well make sure you guys go show him love over there as well but yeah that's it for today's episode if you guys are listening on youtube make sure you guys hit the like button and subscribe if you guys uh, enjoy these draft specials make sure to turn on notifications so you never miss an episode of these draft episodes uh make sure you guys uh, if you're listening over there on spotify that podcast goes guys go leave a rating let us know what you guys think all your feedback is greatly appreciated who you guys want to continue to see on the episode in terms of you know guests and players insiders writers we're going to have you know plenty of uh guests on here um we got a really really big guest on uh this upcoming monday you know the work doesn't stop I, you know i really hope you guys do appreciate uh, i i really do appreciate everything uh that tim patrick you know episode that blew up man that was yeah. easily our, our uh, best episode uh you know all 85 uh, episodes that we've had so all you know from the bottom of my heart all this sport really i really really do appreciate it i hope you guys can stick with us and throughout all this uh, draft content the rest of this offseason otas is right around the corner like literally right um right after uh, the draft you know players are going to start working out and starting all the conditioning and everything so the coverage is uh not going to stop from here on out i mean the offseason uh certainly is something you know where news never really stops uh, essentially so yeah i'm your host amir with uh, today's guest peyton from broncos fans only until the next one peace